Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Here we are uh, on uh, End Times Friday in January. Uh, good morning. Good to see you. We are, uh, Kathy and I are, are through our holiday, Christmas holidays, <laughs> and have started taking decorations down. And um, we had uh, some cool stuff happen. And one thing that happened to me yesterday that I'll share that has an impact a little bit on thinking about the end. But um, uh, I was in New Hampshire with you. And yes. Tell, tell the audience uh, what, what you, what we all get, I got to experience with you, but it was amazing. So talk, talk a little was bit about what happened. fantastic. So Rich and Linda came out um, just this past weekend and Caleb and Olivia officially got married. Yep. And it was a weekend of celebration, a weekend that God was just magnified at every turn and so much fun, so much fun. I think uh, one of the pastors actually said it best when he was describing the whole weekend. And he said, y'all, this is what happens when two people who love God, who keep themselves pure before him and are truly seeking him and, and have hearts for him, when they get together and get married, and the heavens are celebrating with us. And he said, you felt it, it was palpable in the room to feel the spirit celebrating with us, everybody feeling joy and jubilation and and laughing. It was just a time of fellowship and fun and a lot of humor and a lot of love. And you know, I'm biased, but it was just amazing, I think, you know? And it was such a privilege, honestly, to have like, you and Linda out there, that was even a reminder. A lot of my family, Dan's family was able to come out. A lot of my family was not. One of my sisters and her daughter were. But um, God reminded me, you know, look around the room because this is your family. Right, right. You know, and there is beauty in that when you are with other believers celebrating what God has done, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it felt that way. Um, yeah. Uh, just to be together in your beautiful home and... You still had decorations up and then uh, Dan. Yes, we kept them up so you guys could all see them. Yeah, and it was pretty funny because um, uh, I think Kathy's described their outside decorations as spectacular, which they are. And uh, the fact that you could even put them together like you do, it's, it's still amazing. I mean, how do you, because they have these gigantic trees at the very top. They must be 30, 40 feet high, you know. And so, oh, easily, yeah. You know, how do you, how do you get lights up there? I don't know. But so we got there and there's no lights on. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. So I, you know, I had said, "Hey, you guys said that you have all these decorations out there. Where are they?" And Dan said, "Well, the last uh, three or four days, um, I plug them in, and within you know a minute or two, they short out and they're done. You know, they go off. I can't, I can't get them on." Yeah. So we had called an electrician, and yeah. he hadn't been able to show up yet. Yeah. yeah. I said, "Well, I got to see these, you know." And, and he said, "Okay, I'll try one more." You know. So he goes out there, plugs them in, they worked. 
And they've uh, worked ever since, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it was just Linda and I coming, you know, that. Uh, there you go. I said, well, I've been waiting for them to see the, you know, the, the uh, big deal. And it was beautiful. It was magnificent. And the, you know, both the front and the back. Uh, back is more private, obviously, for your family. Right. But, it, but right. it was pretty cool. And it's all synced to music. And uh, <laughs> it was beautiful. And, of course, your inside was still up, too. And that was pretty with all the Christmas trees and Right, I think Linda really enjoyed all yeah. the themed trees. <laughs> we had great food and great fellowship and then a great ceremony and great party. And, uh, and this was a funny moment I'll just share with everyone. At one point, so the, the music that was played there, super fun for dancing to, especially if you were of the generation of Caleb and Liv. Yeah, yeah. A little harder. <laughs> For Rich and Linda, and even for Dan and I to dance to some of the songs. And at one point, Rich comes up to me, he's like, so do you think they would take a request for a waltz or yeah. something? <laughs> and, and so we're laughing, and no sooner did he say that than the song Dancing Queen comes on, yeah, that's which is song. Linda's favorite that's song. It. I mean, yeah. that's like her song. So I just was cracking up. I'm like, even God, God just looked at that and, and laughed and said, watch this, Rich, I got you yeah, covered. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Yeah. And Linda's the Dancing Queen for sure. So. Yeah, that was fun. So it was it just was a fun to have you guys to celebrate with time. us. And yeah. they're off on their honeymoon. Uh, that they are. It's going to be a, like a month long, right? Yeah. So they're on part one right now. They're down in Jamaica having a great time. And uh, then they'll come home. We pick them up from the airport Monday night. They're home for a few days. We celebrate Caleb's birthday real quick. And then off they go to Europe for the next three weeks. Mm. But it has been fun. I, I think Caleb thinks we may be able to convince Liv to to come on as a guest too, as long as he does most of the talking. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they have so many God stories from the last several months to share um, that are just incredible to watch how God brought together just the funniest details in the most perfect way to the apartment he has provided for them, um, which is just a major desire of their heart, how he lined it all up, the job that he laid out for Caleb, and just all these different little details. We have seen him in the details for them so clearly in the last few months. It's fun to watch. So I do think we're close to convincing them to come on and share it, even though Liv's a little shy about That'd be it. Great. <laughs> We'd love to have him. It'd be funny. It's going to be uh, usually when that happens, uh, when they say, I don't want to talk much, they actually wind up talking pretty well. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one time, um, Linda and I, this is, oh gosh, this is in the early 2000s. Um, I was teaching, we were teaching a uh, young marriage, oh no, a marriage class at church in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we had just started uh, monthly doing this, what we call date night. Mm -hmm. And we had 50 couples that came. Uh, Linda prepared the food. Right. For the, for the 50. Oh, that's a lot of food to prepare. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it was, we had it in our, uh, we were in a, a big high rise down in uh, Chicago. Uh, and there was a big room and they had a kitchen and so she would go mm -hmm. and prepare all that food and and so we were going to do this uh, one of the topic was going to be on forgiveness and uh, I said I really would like you to share some of your story of your processing through what God does in forgiveness mm -hmm. and she says no uh, do not ask me I don't want to get up in front of people I don't want to share uh, <laughs> I said I said okay are you sure because your story is so powerful and it so illustrates the truth. Well, I just really don't want to, you know, please, please don't ask me. You know, okay. So, so you know, we have the dinner, mm -hmm. start the session, um, and I start talking about forgiveness. 
and Linda stands up. Almost, you could see it was sense that it was done, you know, by God. Just mm-hmm. she stands up. She literally comes over to me, pushes me out of the way, <laughs> and says, "I got a story to share." <laughs> I love it. I uh, love and then it. she went, and then that was it. That was the, that was the teaching. Uh, oh, was, that's was awesome! Saying, Don't ask me to do it, and she was like, "Get out of the way! I'm here to, you know, take care." So <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. Um, you know, as we we've been talking about the end, and um, uh, you know, the end as we look at the sequence of it uh, is that there's a development where the world readily accepts a one-world government, mm-hmm. and that's the beginning of the tribulation. Uh, so things have to happen prior to that, right? To get things, you know, in place to be able to uh, have it. And I keep, you know, I keep asking God, talking to God about, uh, and I can see part of it. I still, I still don't see it all. But um, how does the world mm-hmm. readily accept a a single system? Read, uh, openly, readily, and willingly, um, mm-hmm. and there's not a contention about it. Uh, there's not a fight about it. Is okay. Well, you, you know, like with well, think about our our two party system in America, right? Uh, which which we're you know we have now a transfer of the uh, House to the Republican uh, majority, and you know when the Democrats had it, the Republicans and Democrats fought like cats and dogs. Now the Republicans have it. Guess what? They fight like cats They're and dogs. They're still fighting like cats and dogs, yes. <laughs> um, and there's not a a surrender willingness to well, I'm gonna I'm gonna together work on a single, you know, uh, uh, kind of leadership. It's a fight. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. what I see is more and more and more chaos, and more right. and more and more division. Like for example, and less ability to actually get anything done. You know, just to give you an example, uh, this is in this the Christians particularly will will be amazed at this, but. Um, the Republicans just passed. They just got in power, and they just passed. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing they did. It's interesting. They um, passed a bill that uh, says that if a baby is born out through an, a uh, a uh, uh, procedure of abortion, because mm-hmm. what happens evidently. Is that they try to, you know, they can. They're trying to abort a baby who's ready to be born, mm. uh, which is to me, it's, it's. I mean, it's murder all the way from the beginning because our life starts at conception. But the baby is literally physically ready to be born, and they wind up trying to abort it. But a lot of them survive it, mm-hmm. um, and then they kill it afterwards. Um, well, they passed a bill right. that, that a doctor, if if you're performing an abortion. And the baby's living, you have to save it. Mm, okay. Wow. And so you know they—that's they, big legislation, right? That's there. a big thing. Okay. So that happened. Well, as soon as they passed it, these these big time opposition came and said, "We are we are going to oppose this uh, and come after you because we don't want that to be true." Um, mm. And so it's not a oh yeah that's a good idea. It's we're going to actually oppose it, and it's division, 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 and that's the characteristic of our country. By the way, it's, it's the way it is all over the world. 
right. uh, is that the parties are in complete opposition to each other and mm-hmm. fight, 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 including even in Israel right now, uh, which I'll talk about uh, later. But um, so the question is, well, something has to happen for um, things to come together and we, we kind of release those, those uh, conflicts. Mm-hmm. And we say, you know what? It's better if we follow this one system now and I'll join you in doing this. And that's the way it's going to happen, absolutely. Right. So that means things have to change. Well, um, I was part of something yesterday that uh, illustrates it a little bit. And that is that um, I was in Birmingham, Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, you and I uh, know is, uh, and we've had on the on the uh, broadcast, um, uh, Anna, maybe, uh, and Anna, we're going to maybe hopefully tape as another guest coming up here, but uh, her friend Reagan um, right. goes to a university called Sanford in Birmingham, mm-hmm. Alabama. In Birmingham, yeah. Um, you should have stopped by to say hi. <laughs> yeah, if I had time, I would. And I, I was there uh, for an acquisition for our company. And it just so happened it was a mile away from Sanford, you know. So I got mm-hmm. to see my son, my grandson, is going to be going there to visit the school as a potential for him because he's going to be going to college here in, in, uh, in two years. So, uh, so it's a beautiful place. And and uh, so I'm in Birmingham, and I get a text, uh, and I'm an early riser anyway. Even mm-hmm. even though it's an hour earlier, I'm already up at four in the morning, and I get a text that says uh, the uh, U.S. air system is down. Uh, oh, I did hear about this. Uh, yeah. So, uh, um, uh-oh. Uh, you know, so I immediately, you know, get on my uh, computer uh, and start to see is that the <laughs> the entire U.S. Right. Air, this air was system, not one airline like the Southwest crash. No, this it was, was the it entire was, it, it thing. Was, they shut the entire system down mm-hmm. uh, because there was a software problem. Right. Um, and... Uh, they just said everybody's grounded, so the flights that were in the air had to land. Nobody could take off, right. and even and this I was. This was, I was the talk- first time since 9/11 that they had a nationwide shutdown of all the airlines. That's or, right, a vo- and, and, and never have there been a voluntary one, right? Uh, because of just something that happened internally. So the whole mm-hmm. system shut down, uh, and I was. Um, I'm in Birmingham, and I was uh, coming back. Uh, you know home because it was I was just going to be there in the morning and have an afternoon flight and automatically it's like uh oh mm-hmm. uh, I know there's going to be a problem today uh, right you know am I even going to get home mm-hmm. uh, you know because of what's happening but it was it was it was a big time universal and, and we'll come back to that but uh, so I said okay father what do I do because I'm thinking do I get a card my son's over in Dallas should I drive over to Dallas should I you know what should I do he said don't worry you'll, you'll be you'll be fine Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, your plane will still take. It's going to be late. Relax. This is general adversity uh, for you. Mm-hmm. It's not personal. Uh, just go to peace. Stay in peace. I'll take care of it. I'll get it resolved. Don't worry. Okay. And uh, all right. I, I said, okay, that's good. I uh, didn't do anything about it other than believe it. Um, and then, uh, so, you know, we, we wind up getting to the airport. It takes off about an hour and a half late, uh, but it took off. You know, that's the good mm-hmm. news. Um, so I, I'm going to land in Denver. And um, I'm a uh, partial season ticket holder for the Denver Nuggets. Right. Um, and last night um, was a game, and, and it's one of my games. Um, 
And they, uh, because I'm a partial uh, ticket holder, they had invited me to a special party with the with the players. And, oh, fun! And you know the opportunity to to uh, you know just be around and enjoy in a private session. Um, and so I was going to go to the game. So, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm already late, and I'm thinking, man, I, I hope I can get there in time, you know. And so I get oh. we 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 land. I think I can kind of make. I'm going to be a little bit late, but I can make it. And we, because of the chaos of the day, our plane sat on the tarmac for an hour. Oh no! And I couldn't. Uh, and I couldn't get. Oh, there. that's the most frustrating yeah. feeling, yeah. right? <laughs> so I couldn't. I couldn't make it. And I was just like, okay, what do I do? And God said, you just go home. <laughs> so uh-huh. I actually I went home. Uh, but uh, what struck me about it was that. Um, and, and this is something I'm, I'm trying to process further is when I experienced it as well as everybody else, there was no division at all from anybody. It was just what what do we need to do to get this resolved? And and it doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on or what you think. Right. It's just can we fix this needs this? to be fixed yeah and there's there wasn't any division is well let's just let's just work together to mm-hmm. get this resolved in uh, fact it was a problem that equally affected everyone involved right exactly that's i yeah. think that's the issue is that it equally and the solution was well how soon can the solution be done and is there anything that that anybody can do to assist it and you stop thinking Mm-hmm. division at all it, and it's not even right. blaming whose fault it is it's just how can we get it fixed right so I think as we uh, you know come up to the uh, the things that are going to lead to a point where there's a one world government is um, uh, and I'm going to process this further is what are the things that have to happen so that everybody who's in chaos and division today mm-hmm. releases that and says you know what It'd be better if we all follow this, right? Um, and so I think that I think therefore it's going to be, and, I, and just like what I experienced yesterday, I think it has to come out of a problem, mm-hmm. uh, something that seemed, needs a resolution, very deep and yeah. needs resolution, and everybody stops worrying about blaming each other or fighting each other. It's like, uh oh, we are all affected by this, mm-hmm. and then how do we? come to a solution that we all can can accept because right. even into the tribulation uh, there is no evidence of division and oh the, really and the only the only group that is has opposition is called the remnant hmm. and the remnant are the ones that spiritually don't take the mark of the beast and don't join that one world system and then the Antichrist comes after the the Christians mm-hmm. and tries to persecute them. Um, and the, they're the only group that there's any opposition to. But everybody else stays in unity and has no division. So, for example, um, when God's wrath comes at the mid at the middle, when when the abomination of desolation, when the Antichrist declares himself to be God, um, the angels there's God's wrath that comes. Uh, now they're mm-hmm. blaming. The Antichrist blames that on Israel and Israel's God. Right. Uh, and if we could just eliminate Israel, we can we can get this fixed again. We can get back to, yeah. Um, and so the angels come, uh, surround the world, and, they're, and they can be physically seen. 
So they know that they're supernatural. Mm-hmm. And they speak and say, this is the real God coming against uh, evil, mm-hmm. and you need to repent. And if you repent, uh, you, can, you can be saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, guess how many repent? None, right? None. Uh, I mean, so the, the unity of, of following evil is, is complete. And the only mm-hmm. ones that don't are the remnant. Uh, that we, you know, perhaps, again, we think that maybe we'll be um, raptured in mid-trib. And then leaving Israel, who now is the bearer of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And they receive Christ, but they're still physically here. And the enemy is, a tr- is trying to eliminate mm-hmm. them. Uh, so it's interesting as you say that, my mind's wondering, like, typically in something like this, like even 9-11, you know, there's a big crisis. Everybody comes together and... And you see that initial unity. And then once things are kind of some kind of solution or resolution is coming into place, then you start to see the, the blame game go, yep. you know, and division comes back. Right. right. So you're saying there's not really, you know, there's not going to be this resurgence of division yet. What I'm hearing also is probably where that, because I think human nature and the way the enemy works he still loves division. <laughs> and so that division then comes, I'm assuming maybe in a blame game against the remnant against Israel. And so that's where you start to see this, this division where the enemy is still working there. And, you know, and I even think about, you know, going back to world war two and how Hitler was so effective at getting people to blame the Jews for things. Right. And that's how things transpired. And so, you know, I don't know, my mind is going through, okay, what's that going to all look like? Um, because I think there will still be some division at play, but it will be simply what you're talking about, that division of God's people, his remnant, and then the rest of the world who is following the system. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the uh, blame game, I think, will certainly come in in that. Yeah, and think about you know? think about what you said is that, uh, see, God keeps helping us understand things, is that um, we're dealing with powers and principalities. Right. Uh, so think of the Jews, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ was Jewish, came into the Jewish nation, um, obviously helped them, tried to help them understand that their vision of Messiah was different than truth. Right. It wasn't a earthly ruler. By the way, it will be in the millennium, but it's not mm-hmm. now. Uh, it was it was to save, bring people into a personal, intimate relationship with Christ, and to join the kingdom of God, which is mm-hmm. spiritual. Uh, well, uh, what happened, uh, and it still was going to center on the Jewish nation, who was who was to be the receiver of that, mm-hmm. and that's why Christ kept going to synagogues, by the way, and kept saying, "Let me teach you the truth of that." Right. In, right. in the first, think of the first churches after the resurrection. Where did they go? They went to the Jewish people. Interesting enough, mm-hmm. without even considering the Gentiles. Right. And then God right. said, "Hey, by the way, it's for everybody," you know, and so <laughs> it expanded out. But it was first to be for Jewish. Okay, so. Um, God's people are still Jewish, are still the Jewish nation. Right. So that what happened in 70 AD is they were destroyed. Uh, Solomon's second temple, that remember had been destroyed when Jeremiah in, with Nebuchadnezzar, 
um, it was destroyed again. And, and actually, I think, have you have you been to Israel? You have, right? Or have Not you? Yet. Not yet. No, I want to. <laughs> okay, well, you can go uh, to the temple site, uh, which, by the way, is called the Temple Mount, uh, and where the uh, mosque, the mosque is right now, That because uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the Palestinians are the ones that really have that place. But if you walk along the where the Temple Mount is, you'll see the blocks mm-hmm. of the temple that were torn down in 70 AD. Wow. Um, and you can see the destruction of it. Um, mm-hmm. And so they were destroyed and eliminated as a nation mm-hmm. in 70 AD. Uh, and it's called the diaspora, where they had to get out. They had to disperse. Mm. A scattering, yeah. Yeah, and interesting enough, um, included in those Jews were Christians. Because mm-hmm. remember, a lot of Christians were Jewish. Right, right. Uh, so they went into the diaspora, and Paul had already you know, established churches uh, in all over the place, including in, in uh, Rome, Italy. Um, and so they went to all these different places, and they basically exploded. Interesting enough, they exploded Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, in 70 AD, they c- ceased to exist as a nation. Um, well... Uh, God kept him pure for two centuries, mm-hmm. for two millennia, sorry. Uh, and they maintained their purity as Jewish people in all these different places, including into Russia, uh, mm-hmm. Europe, obviously coming to America. Uh, but they were still Jewish, but they weren't a nation. Mm-hmm. Through the um, uh, recovery after World War I, uh, Jews started to come back through the British uh, having the opportunity to protect them. Mm-hmm. And they built more and more and more people coming back to Israel, the, the physical land of Israel. And then they had World War uh, II, and they, they had developed a strength, but spiritually, what, and you said it, what happened? What did Hitler do? What, where, who did he go after? That's who he went after. He started blaming the Jews for everything. Yeah, I'm going to blame the Jews. And he, he you know, killed six million people of them uh, mm-hmm. to try to eliminate him. Okay, why? Well, that's what, the, that's what Satan mm-hmm. knows that ultimately what's going to be in my way for ruling mm-hmm. earth is the Jews. Mm. And so that's why they've been persecuted, 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 and tried to be eliminated but they actually formed up back as a nation after World War II. Right. Um, and now they're thriving, by the way, um, as a nation. Uh, and uh, right now, most of them are still thinking Messiah is a earthly ruler and isn't Jesus. Right. But there's more and more receptivity to the fact that um, maybe... Mm-hmm. Jesus is the Messiah, and because of what Netanyahu has done, and he did this, uh, you know, a decade ago, he actually invited um, the Daystar Network right. to come and broadcast 24-7. So many of them are hearing the message. So they're hearing now. Christ all over the place, mm-hmm. and the softening is happening mm-hmm. with them. Maybe, maybe he is the Messiah, you know, and, uh, and a t- see, there'll be a moment— where the, where the most of the nation converts, 
that wakes up and basically their eyes are opened up and it is Jesus and they become the bearers of Christianity at the very, very end because it's now centered in, in Israel. Wow. And guess what? Again, Satan and the demonic principalities and powers are doing, trying to do what? Eliminate it. They're going to try to come against them. Yeah. They try to come against Absolutely. it. And the division that you're talking about is going to be them. Mm-hmm. And the world is going to have a common enemy, and it's going to be not each other. It's going to be the Jews and any any Christians mm-hmm. that are left. Uh, and if we could just get rid of them, we can go back to the first three and a half years of the tribulation, which is uh, that uh, great wealth building. And that's right. why I think, and by the way— And has the appearance of good. Yeah. I think. See, I think the economic system— that is created and joined up and then is actually effective for the first three and a half years mm-hmm. um, is why there's a unifying factor mm-hmm. that and there'll be I think there'll be restrictions to that in other words there you can't even fight against this because if you do then we're going to you know cause you trouble and so people say well then why would I ever want to do that when I get blessed right. by it in their mind uh, right right so I think it's an economic unity that comes about that our political differences and our emotional differences kind of get suppressed. Hmm. Isn't it interesting as you say that, I think about, you know, an economic unity that comes about. And in the Bible, more often than any other thing that is talked about is how money is the biggest, you know, the biggest competitor for our hearts for God. Yes. And, and what you're saying is really when it comes down to the end, once again, the biggest competitor for our hearts for God and to staying, um, to staying true to what he's saying and to following him and to not joining the system and all of that is going to be this thing of money trying to, to steal our hearts again. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, what, that's going to be the biggest it, temptation. What does it say in, uh, you know, in Matthew uh, 6, uh, verses 20 uh, on, you cannot serve what? Both God and money. You can't yeah. serve God and money at the same time. And literally the world chooses money. But even money. that I think is prophetic towards the end exactly. there. You know? uh, and the world chooses money and, right. and completely rejects God. And of course the Christians that are left, the remnant, if they have a heart, they choose God and reject the money. Because mm-hmm. uh, they understand something. I can't do both. And I can't understand do both. his provision yeah. in the middle of it all too. Yeah. So yeah. fascinating to yeah. see all the links there. Yeah. 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 So the uh, the thing that I just experienced, I think, is is, huh? Um, you could see how it could work, and and by the way, uh, the other thing it showed me is that uh, with the technology that we're relying on, mm-hmm. that when they want to do something, we're so vulnerable. <laughs> when they, when they want to do something, yeah, that changes it. It, it all. I mean, literally, it just took a moment of something happening electronically and the entire system came down. Right. Um, and it wasn't kind of a little bit, some people, it was everybody. So we're vulnerable now mm-hmm. to a master, in a sense, manipulation. Right. That I can cause massive worldwide, national, global problems by just electronic stuff. You know, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. Well, we're out of time already, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll pick it up again uh, next time and talk uh, more about the cultural issues of this. But um, uh, I think it, I think it was just good to be reminded of 
what is going to happen and mm-hmm. what has to happen and be thinking about, and, and we'd love to have people weigh in if you have questions, you know, send them a questions at afjministry.com, including any comments. You know, right. what do you see? Um, mm. what, are, what are ideas you have about how can it go from such chaos and, and division to a complete sense of unity? What, what ideas have you seen or what thoughts do you have? So we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us today. And thanks for sharing, Rich. And again, send in your questions if you've got them. And we will have a great, great conversation. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.